Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So today is another installment of Shooting the Breeze. We're going to talk about various things that we've been going on in the never-ending saga of quarantine. It's like the never-ending story, but I'm wearing a lot more sweatpants. Who would be Falcor in this situation? Would would Dr. Fauci be Falcor? <laughs> Do you know the never-ending story song? I didn't know what it was till Stranger Things. I still don't know what it is. I've Not never seen fans. it. What? Watch the la- latest season of Stranger Things, and they sing it at the end. Is that what a what a roaring endorsement? <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things as a series, as like the total, it's weird because season one was great, and then season two and season three got both got off to like a really slow start, but then they like. Like they they fin they stuck the landing well. That, those are the words I'm looking for. So yeah, Stranger Things is okay, I guess. It's about, and I'm foreshadowing to a future episode. One of the best decades ever, the '80s. The never-ending yeah. story. No, well, yeah, it came out in the '80s, and mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Oh, I thought you were referring. The song was a reference to the '80s. <laughs> Whoa, that's meta. <laughs> awesome, but meta. Maybe we're still living in the 80s. That's like a song being released in this year talking about the entirety of the 2020s. <laughs> I wish the 80s was a simpler time. Was it? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, com- it was the, the entirety of the 80s compared to the first six months of 2020. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, all people cared about is how hard you liked Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And and the bomb. Fearing the bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at that point, Russia was starting to fall apart. But Mr. Gorbachev, Ted, down that wall, baby. That's how he said it, right? That's how I remember it. It's head cannon now. That's exactly how he said it. (laughs) With a scotch in his hand. And, just... <laughs> and it is loungewear. <laughs> Mr. President, you're speaking to the entire nation. I know. I want him to, I want him to see me like this. <laughs> Next, we're going to blow up the moon. <laughs> Would you miss it? <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's an Austin Powers 2 reference. Or is that Austin? That is Austin Powers 2, right? It is Austin Powers yeah. 2. Terrible movie. Whoa. One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> that type of money doesn't exist in the sixties. Michael Myers did one good movie. Two good movies. Wow. Wow. And that was Wayne's World One and Wayne's World Two. Wow. If you don't think the fir- at least at minimum, the first Austin Powers is one of the greatest comedies ever put to cinema, we're gonna have a problem there, but did you ever watch Wayne's World? Yes. Are you are you, pers- are you attempting to personally insult me and my character? Yes, of course. I've I've seen both Wayne's World movies probably close to ten times, like each of them. 
The first Wayne's World is one of my favorite movies. That's what I'm saying. Wayne's World 1 is his best movie. Bro, she's a babe. Okay. She's a babe. You can make the argument that Wayne's World 1 is probably his best movie, but I think it is incontrovertible that you think Austin Powers, at least 1 and 2, are not funny. Those movies are just hysterical. I, I get that it's your opinion, but opinions can be wrong. I, I love the first one. The second one is hit or miss, mostly depending on how I feel. But I, all, I still think all three of them are funny movies. I know three isn't the best movie, but it still has some funny moments. Yeah, the, like the, the moment in three when Nathan Lane is talking for Beyonce, like to Austin Powers. That's mm-hmm. a that's some like high quality comedy, like some you know like Marx Brothers type thing. Or when he's reading the subtitles and they're like blurred <laughs> out by like the furniture, and they're moving the furniture and it like uh-huh. reveals the subtitles. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Domo origato, Mr. Domato. I did not get that joke until I listened to Sticks Greatest Hits like five years later. <laughs> I got part, in trouble when I was like, I saw the first Austin Powers when I was like 10, and I got in trouble because I said a lot of vagina in school, and I had no <laughs> idea what it was. <laughs> <laughs> The the only good funny thing <laughs> I have Ron's funny button today. This is good. I'm gonna use this. What did you Fat Bass Fat I, Bastard is the only I, funny thing in that movie? Can I what what was that in reference to? Why would ten year old you just think that? I don't know. I I think vagina is a funny word. <laughs> And, like, 10-year-old me was like, this is bad. I could probably say this. What one world war two? <laughs> yes, <dying>. Matt. Vagina. <laughs> Would have gone with duct tape, but Jesus. You oh, were so the, wrong. That's the, spot, that's the spot right there. Oh, my God. Oh my god, my nose is running a little bit. I'm crying. And I don't like funny things. I'm sorry. Okay, Okay, I'm back. So, the past couple of weeks have been... Words cannot describe. I think a horrible, horrible act happened and a man was killed and several people lost their lives and it's something that is is, the whole country is acting on it and showing their support and for Black Lives Matter and it's something, I don't know, I, I, it, it's just horrible. It's, everything's horrible that's going on, but the unity of people it, it's online and in protest, even though we're in a pandemic, people are still going out and protesting to show support and what they believe in is remarkable. And this is something like that will be in history books. 
Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it would be an injustice for us to not really talk about it. I mean, it was... It's also, like, we are not the people who really should be talking, like, to you, the listener, about it, because we're just three white guys. Um, But I can probably speak for all three of us that we have been educating ourselves. We've learned from this. Um, There's definitely not enough learning, especially in a moment like this. Um, And just by if you if you don't feel comfortable protesting if you don't feel comfortable donating if you don't feel comfortable donating your time or spreading the message via social media the least you could do is educate yourself and hopefully by doing that you'll be able to understand where people are coming from and try and understand the reasoning why they're risking their lives for this movement because this is the one of the biggest things that is going on in our generation right now i would be safe to say and not being able to understand and grasping the moment and understanding why they're doing it would be pretty i don't want to say ignorant but like at least try and learn if you're not uh, try and learn and spread the message in a positive light is what I'm trying to say with all of that is probably if, my advice for it. If you're in the U S um, I'm not sure how other governments of the world work, but if you're in the U S uh, you can write to your local congressman or representative or community leaders. Uh, there's several petitions going around. Uh, they're trying to pass different legislations so you can sign those show your support, retweet it, repost it. Um, uh, like Matt said, if you are not you know, able to go out and protest, if you're not able to donate, uh, there's still other ways you can help. Uh, but most importantly is educate yourself on the matter. And then tell people that you care about them. Uh, tell people that you care about them. I tweeted out at uh, a few black creators and uh, content people that really look up to and one person uh, shout out to Mark Bernardin you will probably never listen to this but maybe one day you will Um, you Kevin Smith and a few others were the inspiration to actually start this podcast he gave me advice twice uh, once via a cameo and once in person Uh, so I thank him for that he is extremely talented and he gives a lot he always answers his tweets too which i really appreciate when famous people do that but yeah so just show people that you care about them show people that you support them and um you know do what you can to help spread the message black lives matter if i could just you know just chime in real quick i think that uh the george floyd murder was one of the biggest injustices done to this nation if not um, you know all the people that um, unfortunately had to see that and have to live with that kind of uh, world every day and I can only hope and pray that our leaders make the right call and make the right decision in terms of 
real and truthful reform to try to, you know, make our country a better place for people who don't feel like they really fit in or are comfortable here. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, uh, hopefully we can just do that because it is, as someone who is not a, a black man, I can only imagine what it's like to be a black man or a black woman trying to go through this right now and trying to understand what they go through every day. And hopefully, you know, in the coming days, weeks and months, we can make real laws and make real reform changes to help everyone. And I don't think anyone disagrees with that. And if you do, fuck you. I'm sorry. I could, you can cut that out. No. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. If they don't believe in that, I don't want them to listen to me. Very well said. Matt, Ron, please go out there in some way, some fashion, show your support. But most importantly, like Matt said, educate yourself. So what, you know, part of Shooting the Breeze is what we've been doing in quarantine. <laughs> this is the, I've lost track of how many days it's been. It's been 102. That's it really? No, really? Yeah, because I was watching the Andrew Cuomo presser and he said it today. <laughs> I felt like it's been like a year. Well, it's been a third of a year. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, I have... I've, I've started to lose track of all of the shows and the games that I've been playing and what I've been reading. Um, there's a really good anime called how heavier the dumbbells you lift oh no and it's an anime and a manga about working out can you hear my eyes gloss and go over <laughs> yeah, I can I... Get re- i'll get real close to the microphone maybe you can hear it okay keep going i i think you should just listen to the uh the theme song do we have the, the rights to this ah it doesn't matter the um i i'm i made a goal at the beginning of the year to read all of naruto i'm um, at chapter 300 so that's going steady. How many chapters are in it total? Seven hundred something. <laughs> that's a long ass um... book. <laughs> War and Peace is shorter. <laughs> I caught all 150 Pokemon and let's go Pikachu. Completed the Pokemon. Wait, hold on. First time. Hold on one second. Okay. The, the, this may be my ignorance, and I will also be talking about Pokemon in my what I what have I been doing? But does like. Does Let's Go Pikachu, does that have all 151 in it? Or do they still do that stupid thing where you have to get some from, like, the Pikachu version and then some from, like, the Eevee version? So you have to get some from each version, but you can can transfer guys from Pokemon Go. Seriously? Mm -hmm. I am freaking getting that game tomorrow as soon as I can find a Switch in the United States under $500. (laughs) (laughs) You can you can trade guys. So remember the Safari Zone. Do I remember the far Safari Zone? I practically lived there. I was the Safari Zone. I gave him his gold freaking team. So Safari Zone is now Go Park. <laughs> Breathe, Ron. Breathe. <laughs> I'm sorry. When somebody accuses me of not knowing what the Safari Zone is, <laughs> well, Safari Zone is now Go Park, and you can go and move your. You move your guys from Pokemon Go to Safari Zone and catch them. The only 
The only like bad thing I think about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is you have to catch Pokemon like you would in um, Pokemon Go. That's kind of annoying. That's kind of super. It annoying. is a little bit, but you get experience pretty quick if you and there's like different kind of streaks you can you can do. So if you catch the same Pokemon multiple times in a row, more rare guys will appear. And the high, and, and the then, better chance of a shiny. Oh. Yeah, and then you can um, you you guys get more experience too. So it's um, but. The, you can battle blue, red, and green at the end of the game. Um, oh. the, some of them are pretty hard. Um, you can battle you have to battle Mewtwo, the birds, to catch them. But it was a fun throwback. I liked it. Hold on one second. Okay, so a few questions. As someone who hasn't played a Pokemon game since Soul Silver, I think. So. Is the Safari Zone completely gone, so it's only Pokemon Go? Yes. Wow. That's actually quite disappointing, if I'm being honest. That's actually kind of very I mean, disappointing. It's the same concept. You just bring your guys over, and then you walk around and catch them. You still throw the ball at them like you would. It's just... There is a Safari Park aspect to it. Mm-hmm. It's just not what you're thinking of, Ron. Not okay. like the original. It. Okay. Okay. I also have not played the game. <laughs> I've only uh, played. No, it's not like it's, it's not like the original. There's no. There's, you're only in one area, and you can only go and catch the guys you bring over hmm. from Go. Okay. But it's good because if you have the Pokemon Bank on your Switch, <clears throat> you can bring. That's the only way right now to bring your some of your guys from Pokemon Go into the Pokemon Bank, and you can is through Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And you do that through this. So that's how I was able to get all 153 Pokemon because Meltan and Melmetal count. Oh, right. Oh. Which, that's how I you mean, would yeah. get them, too, without doing the special event. Yes, that's how you get Meltan and Melmetal. You have to do the box and then you open it and you get the. They, they spawn for like an hour. I just got Melmetal this morning, actually. Admittedly, I. Um... I think I have almost, I think I have 146 Pokemon in Pokemon Go. I still play Pokemon Go mostly because my job is a, uh, a Pokemon gym. Um, <laughs> and really? Because you never open my gifts. I, dude, I have zero, I have zero space for items. Like I need to keep on deleting things in order to just like friggin do the thing, like the, the swipe thing. So do that, so that way I can send you gifts, and I can we can become best, best friends and we get the hundred thousand experience. Okay. Mike and I are best friends. Wow. Yeah, we've been. Yeah. Although I gotta be honest, Ron was my first best friend. Hi, I'm Ron. Ron, catch up. I have a hundred and fifty Pokemon in the Kanto decks in Pokemon Go. Dude. Uh, yeah, I have all of the Kanto. I have most of Johto. I'm just missing Heracross. Okay, I have a Heracross. I need that. Give me your Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, I need a Mewtwo. Uh, I might have a spare Mewtwo, if you really want one. We'll talk. How many spare Mewtwo's okay. do you have? I know that this is riveting for the podcasting audience. So, some of the other things. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. We watched... What did we watch? Finished 13 Reasons Why. Finished... Friday Night Lights finished. 
Uh, we rewatched rewatched Big Bang Theory. My TV finally died, and I had to get a new oh, one. Oh God, TVs can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, it was just stopped turning. It was it had like fading spots, like dark spots, and then eventually we just tried turning it on, and then the little light just dimmed and then faded to black, and it was like it went, it died. What'd you do with the dead TV? Did you bury it in your backyard? <laughs> no, it's sitting by the bar because I don't know where to how to recycle it. You should bury it in your backyard so the people who own the house next when they like get <laughs> their yard, they're like, why the fuck is a TV here? <laughs> but I have. I have some news. Oh? Some, some, yes, I do. I have some Is a news. tiny mic coming? No, not yet. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> but, you mean Tiny Ron? What? No. We named, we would name it Ron. After you. <gasps> oh my god. Gross. Ron. <clears throat> Ron Matthew. Ew. That's R-W. a terrible name. Sorry, RM. Ew. That's not a good nickname. No, I do have some news. I have been working on a couple projects. Um, I can't go into much detail. I can tell you guys after the pod. <laughs> Good news! I have plans that I can't talk to you about. Good news! I have a secret. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the secret? I can't tell I have you. Three it's things. a secret. <laughs> I have two podcasts. Two more podcasts in the works. <gasps> One does not have a release date yet, and then the other will be launching this fall. You're cheating on us? What the fuck, Mike? I just started putting out for you. Well, we're expanding the the, the pop culture empire. I guess we. I guess a lot more people need to learn that Matt doesn't know how to ride a bike. I yes. do. I do. Because every time we see you, you're in a car. So. Yes, I have two podcasts in the works right now. Um, one, the one that's launching in the fall is with my the people, some of the some person that I some people that I do X's for podcast with, and the third thing is I have been doing research for the first pop culture fed YouTube video. Ooh. What? Yes, I have. I've reached out. I've asked for permission to use some of other people's footage and videos that they've recorded. I have a couple. I have notes. I have to write a script for it, and then actually film it, and then uh, edit it together, and then post it up. So I'm hoping that that is up and ready to go by the middle of July. You know, just like Darth Vader and Palpatine. We are expanding our empire. It is a it is a Star Wars video. Oh, I will say oh, that. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I will say that it is a Star Wars video. Um, and I'm filming part of it, and then other parts of it will be other uh, information from online. So I have to learn how to video edit. But yes, so that's the big, the three big things that I've been working on. Oh no, crap! There's one more. I forgot the fourth one. I wrote a whole outline and a show run for another YouTube series. But, and I can tell you guys afterwards, but I need to I mean, the world you pretty much were telling everybody that. else. Yeah. Yeah, just tell everyone our secrets, Mike. <laughs> yeah, tell everyone about my th- third nipple. Yo, it is insanely hot, man. It is quite warm in here. <laughs> no, um, I'm talking about Matt's third nipple. <laughs> 
It's act. I nicknamed it Napoleon Dynamite. Ter- another terrible movie. You're you're two for what two. The- <laughs> so yes, no. I have another YouTube series in the works that I may ask Matt to be a part of. Ha! Suck it. What the fuck? Well, you don't live here. That is. Um, I haven't asked state. for television. Just because I live in a different state than you doesn't mean I can't record a podcast. It's not a podcast, it's a video. I need you to be here in person. I could be there in spirit. Sure. You, I mean, you can you could film your own stuff and then we can edit it. No. In. But I have I have a four-page outline and a, a run already for four seasons. So, But I need the world to open up fully for before that happens. So that's what I've been working on the past 102 days there's no comic cons there's no not many new things out so most of it's just been me thinking of other ways to expand entertainment oh i'm starting a book Jeez, take a minute starting to write a book yeah yeah is the book about the best wafus of anime um (laughs) no but that is also a great idea let me write that down. The best waffles of anime? Wafus. Jesus Christ, dude. You're not a weeb. Get out of here. Wait, I don't understand what you're saying. Do you even like, do you even know who Hamtaro is? No, like, Ron, legitimately, I don't know what you're saying. Wafu. What? Wa- you mean waifu? No. Yes. No, I no. don't. I don't. Ron, I don't know if you're joking or not. It's the way I've heard it pronounced has been wafu. Is it waifu? That's the base. Did you have, hear that from someone it, in the south? Have people been? It could go either waifu or wafu. Oh. it's like re. It's like Ryu and Ryu. It's Why Rod. It's it just sounded like you. You were like having a conversation. Be like, hey guys, let's go down to Wafu House and get ourselves <laughs> some wafus. And in the morning, I'm making wafus. So you could be going. You sound like you sound like that dude from uh, Waterboy. Oh, the uh, the, coach the alligator. The... <laughs> yeah, that guy. Not 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 Henry Winkle. Yeah, Winkler, yeah the, the, um, the other coach. Sean's the, dad, the dad in Boy, the... Boy Meets World. Yeah, Sean's dad from Boy Meets World. That's who sounds. <laughs> when like. I saw that movie, I was a big fan of Boy Meets World as a kid. So that screwed me up really badly. <laughs> I was like, why is Sean's dad touching his nipples as Bobby Boucher scores a touchdown? I was I saw I was like, oh, people could do other things in their with careers. Oh man. That's a that's an incredible scene. Like an incredible cutaway, by the way. Of the water boy. I just thought I would mention that. So I've been doing some, so those are my projects and my things. What have you guys been doing? Well, after that, I don't want to follow that up. <laughs> Ron, what what were you doing? I've mostly been rewatching the scene where Bobby Boucher scores a touchdown <laughs> and Sean's dad from Boy Meets World touches his nipples. What position did Bobby Boucher play? He played linebacker, but on that particular play, he played tight end because he had to be the hero of the movie. Because you know, oh, and Mike Frabel did. Yeah, the Water Boy was one of the better Adam Sandler movies. I was about I, to say, yeah. you were going to say it's the only funny Adam Salem. And I was going to no, punch no, no, you no. through our Discord chat. Like, 
find Bill, a way. No, Billy Madison, Billy Madison, Little Nicky. Happy Gilmore's okay. Big Daddy's Happy good. Happy Gilmore's okay. Happy Gilmore's the best. Waterboy's Happy great. Happy Gilmore might uh, be his no, best No, Billy movie. Madison is the best one. Billy Madison and Little Nicky, when he goes, Popeye's chicken rock. Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. It was great. Um, um, yeah, Little Nicky gets a lot of crap, but I still think that movie's okay. Also, is it weird that we're talking about the best Adam Sandler movies and all of them are at minimum 20 years old? Yes, because the new stuff's not good. Everything after Mr. Deeds was a mistake. Mr. Deeds was, was pretty Uncut good. Uncut Gems was pretty good. That's an Adam say, Sandler joint. That just you either It's either like good or great, people say, or it's hot garbage. So, I don't know. Kevin Garnett's in it. I was just going to say, it just hit Netflix for me. So I am going to watch it probably during the weekend. The what have you been doing, Matt? Well, what have I been doing? Um, so okay, so I do have a good story. Is um so I so when I get stressed out, I tend to just go on Amazon and just the first thing that I'll find, I'll buy and I'll just like do whatever. And so I was talking to one of my friends one day and I was like, what's, I just was like, what's something that like helps you like de-stress or whatever. And we ended up talking about how like he would open up like packs of magic cards. And I used to open up a lot of Pokemon cards when I played like the card game back around Gen 5. And like in that moment, I just was like, oh, I should buy magic cards. So I bought a deck box and I opened it. Now, mind you, I have never played Magic the Gathering in my fucking life. So... <laughs> what, what set did you get? Uh, it was one of the newer ones. I don't really remember. But I paid... I used to play competitively. I paid 116 for the box. With the cards that I got, I should be pretty much breaking even. Supposedly, according to my friend. But, like... That realization, like, right after where you bought it, where I bought it, I was like, oh, fuck, what am I actually doing? <laughs> but for those, like, that half hour of opening those PAX cards, I was in heaven. I was in absolute heaven. Yo, nothing beats new PAX smell. When you open up magic cards and take a whiff, oh, and they're the like, greatest. they're like, Mike, you'll understand the phrase, they're like super crispy, where they just, oh, yeah, where they just feel new, and it's like, oh. I have them all organized, like, in front of me right now, and it's just like, ugh, it's so nice. Wait, you don't know what set you got? No, I have the... Is it, is it Ikoria? It's... Yeah, I think that's actually it. Did you get a Godzilla card? I did not get a Godzilla card. Or a Godzilla monster, like, in the, on the top of the box? No. I'll... Pu- there, should have been a, there should have been a pack at the top when you opened I'll, it. After the show, I'll it up i didn't i didn't get like a collector set or anything yeah but you should have there's just there still should have been like a. I don't think we're talking hopper. about the same thing maybe they did i didn't get a box so i don't know what they yeah. did but this is what how it was supposed to be but they did a special run where they put some godzilla mm-hmm. um they redone some they redid some of the existing cards in the set as with godzilla artwork oh. and godzilla monsters because it's a giant monster theme so that's what they did Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, that looks pretty cool. Other than that, um... 
I'm just watching like my normal TV shows that I normally just rewatch over and over again. Um, I'm going through Community. I'm like halfway through that. That's very good. Um, I'm watching New Girl again, which so fun fact. So you guys, we were talking about our favorite Jessicas, and I of course brought up Jessica Biel and Jessica Day. Jessica Day, the main character of New Girl. So I'm watching New Girl. And there's an episode that Jessica Biel is in. And I'm like, this is meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) So many Jessicas. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny. And I'm looking at the IMDb score. I'm going to tell you if it fits the Seventh Heaven scale or not. Uh, And it, holy shit, it kills it. New Girl is the 69th most popular thing on IMDb right now, boys. Oh, no, not this again. Oh, no. <laughs> so not... And Dragon Ball Z is still 800. So it still kicked the shit out of 7th Heaven. So um, <laughs> who actually wins? We'll never know. I I am like going to go on a quest one day to see what the number one show, the number one thing on that is. But anyway, I had to crest. Um, I'm playing the new Pokemon. So I'm also playing uh, Pokemon Shield right now, and uh, Ludicolo. Yeah, Ludicolo's the man. Um, I haven't caught him yet, but because I do a thing where whenever there's a new game, I try to play with new Pokemon I've never played with before. But so I started that game as a Nuzlocke, and <laughs> I I couldn't even beat beat it. I couldn't even get to the first gym because. All my Pokemon died of poison, and I didn't have any antidotes on me, and I couldn't find a Poke Center because I was in the middle of the wild area. So it was a big bummer. Rookie, rookie Nuzlocke move, man. Yeah, but it got better. Uh, I now have four gym badges and three shiny Pokemon. Wow. Yeah. The most I've ever caught in before this was one total. So. I never got a shiny Pokemon in the regular game. Yeah. I know. I have... How'd you get through? I don't know. They just keep popping up. Like, seriously, they just keep popping up. Like, I don't want any (laughs) more. Anybody good? Uh, not really. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? I got a Growlithe. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yes, I did get stuff. pretty cool stuff. I got a shiny Growlithe. A Palpitoad, and that new Fox Pokemon. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. The first time I saw the Fox Pokemon, that was the Shiny. Shiny Pokemon in the game are kind of like albino Pokemon for people who don't know. We're throwing that term a lot, and I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they're basically like albinos, and there's... I think the number is there's a 1 in 4,586 chance of seeing a wild Pokemon in the wild. And I've caught three of them so far in this game. And I've never seen one. (laughs) Yeah. Not to mention, I keep winning the car in GTA online. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's a joke for Ron, Mike. Yes, thank you. I know GTA things. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty much what i've been up to um i guess my so our my friends on xbox we've been watching movies every friday night we kind of had this thing where we all put in 
um, five movies and we'd have a randomizer pick the movie. But now it's starting to devolve into we're watching shitty movies. <laughs> and I That's a good idea. Thank you. I've tried it twice. And it fell apart both times. <laughs> but no, it is it's a cool thing. I call it a fishbowl because the original time I did it, I'd have everybody write movies on a piece of paper and I threw it in a fishbowl that I had RIP Uncle Ruckus gone to see. <gasps> But yeah, and then like would be like, let's watch a movie. I just pull it out, and be like, all right, we're watching Patton, and everybody would groan because it's a five-hour movie. But shut up, we're watching <laughs> it. And there's only one memorable scene, even though I think it won like the Academy Award for the Best Picture. And it's at the beginning, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Oh my god, that's so awful. Yeah, I did watch. Cat, so that poster I mean, that I got that you guys got. Is um, I wa- we watched Casablanca, Drive, Matrix, Inception, and Big Lebowski. Wow, I love the Big Lebowski. Love, love, love it. I do too. Um, Casablanca. My only problem was that line where he goes, "Like here's looking at you, kid." He says that way too much. Huh? Yeah, that's like his thing. Mm-hmm. I know, but I, I I thought originally it was only said at the end. No. And like that was like the line, but he says it all the time, and I was like, oh, it kind of takes away from it a little Dude, bit. Dude, that's it's kind of like their catchphrase, man. That's like uh, yeah. me. I say hi, my name is Ron, like an inordinate amount of time. You can also call it my catchphrase. No, it's not Ron. Sure, Ron. How do you you never say that organically? <laughs> hi, my name is Ron. Hi. You know what's funny? Everybody watching at home, Ron's not even his real name. <laughs> His real name is... I'm like fucking Beatrix Kiddo and Kill Bill. Um, Matt probably does. So, Ron, what have you been doing? Um, Mostly, uh, admittedly, I'm not like a big video game person, but I found myself playing a lot of video games, uh, mostly Grand Theft Auto V, which consumes most of my life at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, playing through a lot of Pokemon games. Uh, did a Nuzlocke and Pokemon Gold. About to do an extreme rules Pokemon Nuzlocke in uh, Pokemon Silver. I ordered and finally got uh, Pokemon Fire Red, so I can p- finally play that. Um, yeah, doing a lot of that. Doing some writing, uh, doing some work for uh, Panels to Frames, which we really hope to get out uh, very soon. Things have been uh, straining on myself and my editor because of our jobs and things have been happening um what's panels to frames ron uh panels to frames uh me and one of my close friends are collaborating on a series that is going to be posted to the podcast and on youtube if you are someone who likes to you know view pictures and you know motion uh and so panels to frames we're going to be taking a look at each and every single comic book superhero movie released since the 1940s and just kind of uh, look at how how and why those films uh came about and kind of the impact that they've had uh if any so kind of interesting i've learned a lot more about like hollywood in the 1940s than i ever thought that i would and 
a few of these movies, there are some like really, really hammed up parts. But then for other points, I mean, the movie is legitimately 80 years old. And it's just like, huh, that's actually not bad. So, yeah, it's a good series. Uh, we've been putting a, a lot of work into it. And you get to hear me for like, you know, 15 minutes straight. So who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. So that's, uh, that's Panels to Frames. Hopefully it's uh, on YouTube and uh, on the podcast soon. Episode one is great, by the way. Oh, yeah, we have episode one done. So. It's great. So, yeah, that's a... I enjoyed it a lot. That's a, that's Panels to Frames. Boy. We got a sneak peek. A look uh, behind the glass. Curtain. C- glass curtain. Nailed it. Uh, uh, also... Sorry, what was I going to say? Okay, yeah. Uh, also, for uh, in quarantine, been cooking a lot. The other day, I made my infamous beef jerky, which I literally, as I just said this, realized I still have some in my lunch pail. So after we're done with this, I'm going to go grab that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's uh, this is my uh, possibly my most popular recipe ever. It's a it's really great. Uh, I made chicken parmesan the other night. It's just. Ugh. Uh, I like how you call it your lunch pail. What? What else would I call it? Yeah, he brings his lunch pail to work. He strap straps his boots tight. He gets there, man. Yeah, because Ron's um, a winner. I, I I I saw your your snaps of your your beef jerky, and I've been making bread. <laughs> I've made bread <laughs> like every other day. Is that sourdough bread? Today was sourdough. <laughs> Yesterday was uh, it looked Parmesan like red lobster bix skits. Oh, cheddar bays, love cheddar bays. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it tasted similar, uh, but it was more. It was bread. It, was, it tasted like the Asiago bread from Panera. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, I made that, and then today I made sourdough. Sourdough came out a little flat to my liking, but it was good. Like taste wise, it's good. If it wasn't so hot, I would make soup. Yeah. But, no, um, seriously. Like it's been ninety degrees here, and I bought, <laughs> I finally uh, bought chicken stock because it was on sale, and then I have like like celery and ca- carrots and onions and all this crap to like make a nice chicken noodle soup, and it's fucking ninety degrees ninety degrees outside. <laughs> Don't you guys just use the stovetop? This is an ignorant question from a non soup making person. I get it from the can. No, well, it's also like soup is to me is supposed to be meant to to be enjoyed on like a nice you know, like fall or winter, like afternoon or evening. And, you know, yeah, he's right. Soup to me is not like a summer thing. I mean, there are summer soups, but like I'm making, I'm making like a, like a chicken vegetable noodle kind of thing. That's not like a summer not soup. A gazpacho. Yeah. Like Italian wedding is kind of a summer. Sh- Sorry. I'm a big soup fan guys. Love, love soup, <laughs> soups and chilies. I'm all about it. Uh, Italian wedding, I really like that. That could kind of be a summer soup, maybe a little bit too heavy. But for a summer soup, you want something a little bit more light, you know, because it's a little bit hotter out, and you don't want to like bog like your stomach down. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. No, I know. What Welcome you mean. to Pop Culture exactly Federation. In our tag, it says you know Thanksgiving side, so <laughs> it counts. Soup Culture Federation, man. Soup Culture. We gotta get on it. Oh my we god. We need a spinoff. This is yeah. our new one. Can our spinoff be Food Cultured Federation? Yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, Mike. I'm also insulted. You never asked me what I've been cooking because I had the, I've had the smoker open. I was hoping you would go next. Oh, well, I'm glad that came up organically. Yes, I have been cooking, Mike. <laughs> uh, actually, so like right around 
when like right around like the turn of june my dad and i like to smoke meats so we've already made pulled pork and some ribs with you mean marlboro menthols newport <laughs> oh no no, no. uh Par- parliament oh no like robinson like smoky robinson right yeah, yeah 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 but yeah it's pretty sick like i have the pork butt it took like 12 hours to smoke to make the pulled pork but when it came out oh it was so good like so like the pork shoulder usually has this big honking bone like right in the middle mm. and then like when we took it out of the smoker and let it rest and then when i was trying to like pull the pork like i just pulled the bone and it just came out like without even like trying to pull it out it was amazing so it was it was so good and then the ribs ribs are great because it only takes like two hours but they're fucking incredible and next when you guys are able to come over and we can hang out and have some beers i'll make some ribs or something because they were damn good that sounds delightful yeah i'll make my i'll make I my made... fresh pico de gallo as like you know the the starter well i want soup <laughs> I'll make Coca-Cola chicken wings. Oh, Mike, those looked bomb. Like, those are great. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this I made... weekend I'm going to make my own ketchup, I think. Ooh, let me know how that goes. Yeah. I always want to try that. I made Dan Dan noodles, and I made the Coca-Cola chicken wings. And I watched a YouTube video, YouTube channel called Cooking with Mikey. And I'm really pissed I didn't take that name. <laughs> but... The, uh, he's a YouTuber named Mike Chen. He's got two channels, um, but he posts various recipes. So I made the Dan Dan noodles. If you don't know what Dan Dan noodles are, it's a Szechuan recipe. It's like kind of quick noodles. I think you pronounce Dan Dan noodles, but, like, um, like Szechuan sauce they're made, they're made like from with, Rick and Morty. Yes, but it's the Szechuan peppercorn and it like numbs your mouth. Mm. It's really good. It rem- it sounds like drunk noodles to me. <laughs> it they were they were really yeah, good. They looked good. They were really good. Um, I've so I've been trying to cook a lot of different stuff, but yeah, I see. Well, I, well, I saw Matt. You you posted the snap of the pulled pork, and Ron always does. Ron, all right, I don't know. So, Ron's got this thing that he started like a long time ago. <laughs> And it's called Chef Ron on Snapchat. It's actually called Chef and my actual name, but he's just calling me Ron because, like, that's my stage name. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And he does these little 10 to 20 second, like, videos. And they're some of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I'm really, really trying to push that he makes this into a YouTube channel. But um, my favorite one had to be the lettuce where you or the chicken where you like where you're like oh I'm in quarantine I just don't give a fuck and you put the chicken the, in the package still in the oven or you were like oh we're going to make a healthy meal and you take a bag of lettuce and you just throw it out <laughs> it's gross. Oh I I, miss, I, sh- I can rem- I can recall those word for word oh. What are you going to say Matt I miss your your antics with your vacuum cleaner <laughs> Ron also had a mini series where his vacuum cleaner would act like a dog. And it was the funniest thing I've ever watched. 
I guess I'm gonna have to bring both of those back. I didn't know how much I, I really didn't know how much should. that meant to people. <laughs> you gotta give the people what they want, Ron. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to. I I, I text you once a week. I'm like, are we getting shot this weekend? It's it's tough between like work and like existential dread, but like you know my. Honestly, the my favorite thing that I've made during quarantine was taquitos from Aldi. Those things, oh my god, those things are great. Oh my god, the first time I had bagel bites since I got better. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck, they were great. <laughs> I, I love just crap food and fast food. I had McDonald's, like, right after work before this, and then I took a quick nap. <laughs> I've had McDonald's in a minute. Is that it? So... Couple things that I saw in the news. Uh, PlayStation pushed back their announcement of PlayStation Five uh, to actually tomorrow, um, but they were doing it in to show support to Black Lives Matter. They said people should focus on what's going on, and they didn't want their um, you know show to take away from that, which was good on them. So they're they're showing stuff tomorrow for the PlayStation Five. And some of the things that I'm hoping that they do are... So I used to be an Xbox person, so I hated PlayStation 1. I PlayStation 2 was like, meh. What the fuck? PlayStation 3 I didn't like. Uh, Xbox 360 was infinitely superior. But the PlayStation 4, most of my friends had. And I was like, PlayStation 4 kind of like did it better. PlayStation 2 was okay. What do you mean PlayStation 2 was okay? I still use that to this day. That, mach- that holds up better than the the ps3 the xbox 360 then like the best gaming system of all time i am not afraid to argue about that that is a hot take but so i will stand save, with you ronald save that for our show in a few okay. weeks um teasing th- spoiler alert or foreshadow <laughs> so sony i'm hoping they do backwards compatibility with PlayStation games from 1 through 4 on PlayStation 5. I hope they do cross-play with everything right off the bat. And game-wise, I hope at launch we get Spider-Man 2, Street Fighter 6, and... Hmm... I don't know. I don't know what another game I'd want. I mean, I, I wouldn't hate a Destiny 3. Even though I'd... I mean, I, I like it, but all my friends are like, you know, super into it. And they play it and forget about me. And so then I stop playing because then I have nobody to play with and I get left behind. So, That's so sad. I hope... I hope they do something like that. Some good RPG. Like either Final Fantasy 16... Um, Persona 6. Sure. Persona 6. It's an RPG. It's pretty popular, apparently. Or like remake of Final Fantasy 8 or 9. God of War 2. Um, something like God of War 2. God of War 2. Yeah, something two. like that. Or like The Witcher 4. Or, 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 or sorry, Elder Scrolls 6. Something like that. Just right Another out bully game. Along with, along with Spider-Man and uh, Street Fighter 6. Would be ideal. So I'm hoping they announce something like that. Um, the controller, they finally went the route of Xbox, which I'm happy about. Because Xbox 360 always had the superior controller. Um, or an Xbox One. Like, they have the best controller. And 
like I don't care about the visuals and the graphics and this and that. Um, I'm wondering if this is the last gen before they move on to interchangeable parts, like a kind of like PCs, like making them like little homemade PCs. So I don't know, but I'm curious what they're gonna do and then what Xbox's response is gonna be. I I hope that this is the generation where you we could start swapping out parts. Where, like, instead of coming out with a newer console, they're just like, oh, here's a better graphics card. Because I think that that would be cheaper rather than constantly, like, buying, like... Because they had the Xbox One, then the Xbox One X, and then this Elite, and then all this other stuff. And it's just like, just give me, like... Just give me, like, a graphics card, some RAM, and maybe a better processor. Because I'll pay the same amount of money for that stuff than I will, like, a new console, you know? I mean, you the shell could just be the same, and then they just update that stuff, which I think is what they might do mm-hmm. eventually. Um, I think Microsoft would try it before Sony, and then Nintendo is always going to do its own thing. But, I mean, they hit a home run with the Switch, so... Yeah, they're going to be milking the fine. Switch for, like, the next decade, just because it's handheld. And they can pretty much do what they want. Milk um, the switch. Milk the switch. New t-shirt. <laughs> Milk the switch. I, I mean, speaking of like video game announcements, Sega teased like they had a big announcement. And everybody was like, you know, Dreamcast 2. <laughs> are we getting the Saturn yeah. Mini? Are we getting the Dreamcast Mini? Like, what, what are we getting? And then they're like, the Game Gear Mini. Everybody's like, what? Yay. The Game Gear oh, Mini boy. fits in like your palm. If you have big hands, like, you're not going to be able to play it. There's four colors, so you got to collect them all. And each of them have four different games on it. So if you want all 16 games, you got to get them all. That's pretty dumb. And that's how they get you. Is it? Because I have no interest in this whatsoever. Uh, I have my original Game Gear somewhere, except I just don't have 10 batteries to put in it to have them suck them dry in an hour. So do you have any thoughts on uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox 4, 5? No, 4? Is it the Xbox 4? No. It has some... Why, it was the original 360, Xbox One. Yeah. And then this the is the Xbox four. Series X. That's what it's called. Dumb. The naming scheme is pretty yeah. dumb. Um, and then the only other thing I had news-wise was <laughs> there's some turmoil going on in the DC television shows. The um, <laughs> yeah. I I just watched the Crisis. Uh, I mean, I'm way behind, but I watched the Crisis thing that they had, which is pretty good. The Flash. Latest Flash season wasn't great. I'm really behind on Arrow Legends. Um, but Batwoman's getting recast. And not just that. They're not killing off the main character. So Ruby Rose isn't going to be Batwoman anymore. It's going to be somebody else. And I'm hoping it's Sonya Deville from WWE. Uh, I heard she was in the in talks. I don't know. I don't know if it's just rumors or how true it is. But they... That's a dog! You know, Ron, stop it. Let yeah, him talk. That's my dogs. Sorry. Um, but yeah, those are my dogs. But uh so they you see you get the raw live deal here, folks. <laughs> uh so I'm hoping it's Sonya Deville from WWE. I think she'd be a great Batwoman. 
so there's that and then um the guy who plays elastic man got fired from the flash a couple days ago for some r racist tweets and controversial tweets that he sent years a couple years ago so they're gonna write him off of the next season somehow. good fuck him he played i think it was elastic man i know ralph digby is the character's name i forget his real name Hatley something? Oh, is it Hartley or Hatley? I don't know. Hartley? Yeah. I stopped watching Flash after like the third season because it kept being the same thing and I didn't I didn't feel like trying to keep up with the entirety of the DC shows just because it, it just became too much. It's, uh, yeah, it's too much. Um, I think Stargirl's next. They're doing a Stargirl. I'm waiting for the Green Lantern one. I think they're going to do Jon Stewart. It's Green Lantern because oh. they teased it at the end of Arrow. Spoiler alerts. Um, but the yeah, I don't know. There's like the TV and the movie news has been kind of slow. AMC is might not even be around anymore. The theater they're actually going to be opening a thousand theater ups, a thousand theaters up in July. I mean, they need to because they're losing tons of yeah. money. Yeah, they are. Um, also, can I just say? I haven't seen this anywhere, but a few months ago, like before, like COVID happened, there was a commercial for the new Bill and Ted movie, which when I was a kid, I loved Bill, the Bill and Ted movies, uh, you know, Bogus Journey and Excellent Adventure. And now Face the Music is coming out and just randomly in a Walmart commercial, like there was a de-aged um, Bill in it. And so it's Alex Winter and then a de-aged Alex Winter. And so I am convinced that they're going that they've been waiting to make this movie so long, A, for a good script, and B, for de-aging and like, you know, face replacement technology to get to the point where they could do it seamlessly. Because that's absolutely what's gonna be in the movie. I think they're gonna go back, talk to their past selves, and like get a pep talk, and that's how they're gonna like face the music and save the world. Ron, you know that the trailer they... dropped this week, right? Yeah, I, I watched it, but yeah, they, it did not feature them, like, you know, being de-aged. But I'm just saying, like, that's... Uh, what I'm trying to say is a Walmart commercial, in my mind, like, confirmed oh, that there's going to be de-aging yeah, yeah, yeah. this movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Also, the... Also, Tenet is supposed to still come out this year to mm -hmm. in theaters. So that'll be interesting. That'll probably Apparently. be my first time in a movie theater going, I hope people don't breathe on me. I hope people <laughs> don't breathe on me. <laughs> I don't think I'm going back to the theater until end of this year when Black Widow comes out. Mm. Unfortunately. I think it's just too too small and too crowded. Um, same thing with like concerts. Um, things like that. It's just too many people and too much, not enough ventilation. Too risky. So. People should have built drive-in movie theaters. I've been saying this for so long that drive-in movie theaters need to make a comeback, and I think now would be the absolute perfect time. Because, like, no one's gonna want to go to a movie theater, but, like, if you just go in your car, you can still watch a movie, and you're not near people, so, like, it's perfect. I agree. The drive-in movie theater by me has been doing, like, graduations and weddings, and they still kind of do movies, but it's like they have to do it at a limited capacity. It's a, yeah. I, I mean, like, I feel like that people should, like, be building them for, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. 
Yeah, I want America to get back no, to I think work you're right. too. They should be. Because I mean, I I have a very fond memory of being on a vacation, and I went and saw the movie Atlantis at a drive-in theater, and like that was so cool to me because like. We pulled the, like, back seats down, so, like, we were, like, laying down. Shut up. Um, (laughs) And we were just, like, watching the movie, and then it was funny because the Mummy movie was at the screen over, so I was, like, watching the Mummy movie without any sound on while Atlantis was going on. Like, it was such a cool, it's, like, cool nostalgia thing, and I I understand why drive-in theaters went away, but, like... It's still, like, pretty cool, and I think now, like, now would be a perfect time for them to come back, because it's, like, the perfect social distancing activity. And especially, like, all you guys, all they need is, like, a radio channel, instead of, like, whatever, like, the speaker. But, so, like, I don't know. People who have way more money than me, think about it. I would go, I would go to a drive-in theater. So, uh, is there anything else you guys want to discuss, or is that going to wrap up? I miss up? the sounds of your voices. That's all. Please. Call me Ron. All right. Stop. Stop saying his name. <laughs> God. All right. Um, you know, I, I, th- I thought of trying to think of some, like, catchy, like, outro, but Please. it's That's too my job. It's to be determined. I was going to say, so uh, join us next time, folks, for another installment of Shooting the Breeze, hopefully out of quarantine, as well as our future and upcoming segments and shows. Uh, If you haven't, listened to the Star Wars episodes in our archives for Star Wars Month. They were a big hit and a lot of fun to do, and I've been going down a Star Wars rabbit hole ever since. Same. My name's Ryan. I can't get out. So I want to give a shout out to some of our fans. Uh, We have some of our fans over in Ireland. And Brazil, uh, thank you for listening. And you know, give us a give us a like, give us a retweet, tell your friends, and uh, let us know at Pop Culture Fed on Twitter what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about. And during the next shooting the breeze, I will let you know when that's going to record. So if there's anything you want us to discuss, let us know. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye, mom.